want to thank you for coming this week to taking the time and making the space to develop your own connection with the Lord. And I just want to bless you today to receive what it is that God has for you. So much of what we do, the victory comes in showing up. So thank you today for showing up. And as we begin, will you just begin to focus on your breath. Try to find yourself in a quiet space where you can give the next 30 minutes to meditate upon Jesus and to make room for connection with him. So just begin focusing on your breath, which will draw you into the present moment. Feeling the sensation of the lungs fill, the chest rising and falling. And I invite you to begin to lengthen out the breath. Feeling the muscles in the body relax. Feeling that inward peace expanding on the inside of you today. And as you breathe and focus, I'm going to open us in prayer. God, thank you. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for your goodness upon our lives today. Thank you for your son, who is the exact representation of who you are and who made a way for us to be able to boldly come before the throne of grace. And bless your spirits today to rise up over your soul and your body, to connect with Holy Spirit, and to receive from Him all of the blessing, the revelation, the truth, and the love that He has for you today. I bless you to go deeper in your walk with Him, to gain greater understanding and wisdom in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. I bless you to encounter his grace, his mercy, and his love in every part of your life. God, give us open hearts today to receive. Let us see that which we could not see before. Open our eyes to see, our ears to hear, and give us hearts that will understand your spirit today. So in that, this space, let's just come back to the attention of our breath. And I just want you to begin to breathe in, lengthen out the breath, perhaps for a count of six. And then going ahead and holding that breath for a count of four. And then exhaling and releasing for a count of six. And once again, once the lungs are emptying out, 
just pausing for another four count. I just want you to continue with this pattern of breath for two more cycles of breath. Just feeling the sensation of it. Being there in the stillness, in the pause. And then releasing the breath again. Turning your focus in your gaze, your attention towards the three-part being of God, God the Father, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. And welcoming them into your presence today. And choosing move into his presence today. So just let your breathing come back with no more holding at the top and the bottom, but still having nice, long, deep breaths. Taking a moment to scan the body, seeing if there's any spaces of tension Allowing yourself to breathe into any tight spaces, letting the shoulders relax, opening up the heart as you make room and space for the Spirit of God within you. Today I want to read from Exodus chapter 14 and I'll set up the story a little bit this is uh, God delivering Israel out of Egypt and he's called Moses to lead these people to set these people free to go to Pharaoh and to petition Pharaoh to say let my people go they want to leave Egypt they want to leave slavery and they want to go out and worship the Lord their God And through a series of events, Pharaoh continues to say, no, I won't let you go. And God sends plagues and locusts and different things. And finally, Pharaoh releases them to go. And they plunder the Egyptians and they head out. And off into the wilderness they go. And Pharaoh has a change of heart. And he gathers his chariots and his warriors and he runs after them. And this is obviously a very famous biblical story, but I want to look at when the Israelites come to the sea, the Red Sea, they can't move forward because they've come to the water's edge and they can't go back because Pharaoh's army is chasing them. So we'll pick up at verse 13. But Moses said to the people, Do not fear. Stand by and see the salvation of the Lord, which he has accomplished for you today. 
For the Egyptians whom you have seen today, you will never see them again forever. The Lord will fight for you while you keep silent. Then the Lord said to Moses, why are you crying out to me? Tell the sons of Israel to go forward. As for you, lift up this, your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it. And the sons of Israel shall go through in the midst of the sea on dry land. Later it says that Moses stretched out his hand over the sea and the Lord swept the sea back, a strong east wind all night and turned the sea into dry land. So the waters were divided. The sons of Israel went through in the midst of the sea and on dry land and the waters were like a wall to them on their right hand and on their left. Then the Egyptians took up the pursuit and all Pharaoh's horses and his chariots and his horsemen went in after them into the midst of the sea. And we know how the story ends. Moses stretches out his hand again and the sea comes crashing in and every horse and every rider are swept up into the sea. And just as God had promised through Moses, they never saw the Egyptians again. just want to give you some space to meditate upon this story that actually happened. What was it like that day? Can you imagine what was it like in that moment where the Israelites came to the edge of the waters and looked behind them, and all they saw was this army enraged coming towards them. What kind of thoughts were going through their minds? What were they thinking about in that moment? What kind of fear was gripping their heart? And the first thing Moses says to them is, do not fear. Stand by and see the salvation of the Lord, which he has accomplished for you today. And will you ask the Holy Spirit, is there something in your life today or even in the past, has there been a situation where you can relate to the Israelites in that moment. Where save God showing up and doing a miracle, it looked like there was no hope. It looked like it was their end. They even complained before that, why? Why did you bring us out here, Moses? Were there not enough graves in Egypt? You brought us out here to die. Is there an area in your life 
past or present, where you have felt that pressing in from both sides, that impossibility, the inevitability, needing God, of needing a savior. The Israelites needed a savior in that moment or it was finished. God delivered them out of slavery. He delivered them from the Egyptians. He completely wiped out the enemy that was against them. And there was no question in this moment that God delivered them. No one else could split that sea. No one else could do the impossible. Is there an area in your life right now where you can see that you need a savior. That you need to not fear, to stand by and see the salvation of the Lord, which he has to accomplish for you today. Moses told the Israelites, the Lord will fight for you while you keep silent. It's that silent trust where you just come to know that God is good, that he fights for you, that he'll split the sea for you. He'll hold back the waters. He'll deliver you from your enemies. He just requires a couple of things in that space to not bow down to fear and to come into that place of silent trust. That you know he's bigger. You know his goodness is for you. That he's fighting for you. He wanted the Israelites to trust, to be silent, Stop complaining, stop going into panic. Take a moment, be silent and watch what I'm about to do. Trust me. In the midst of chaos, in the midst of impossibility, can you find that quiet place with him? That place of quiet trust, that inner peace. Because it's in you, the Holy Spirit dwells in you. When you stop partnering with fear, you can find that place within you of inner peace and trust. It's as close as your breath. Even now, make the link as you draw in your breath. See that peace within you expanding. See that inner trust that only comes from trusting in the God who can split the sea for you. Who fights for you. 
stand and see his salvation. I believe in that moment that Moses was asking the Israelites, hey, quiet down, stop complaining, stop murmuring. You're just creating panic and fear in the midst of, in the midst of ourselves. Be silent. Find that inner place of peace and trust in the Holy Spirit, in God himself. And watch and see what he's about to do. Stand see the salvation of the Lord, what he will accomplish for you today. What was it like in that moment? Can you imagine? As they stood and they began to see with their own eyes the impossibility right before them as the sea, it must have been incredibly noisy, as the sea, the wind began to blow and burst and gust and it began to blow back the water itself creating walling up this huge wall pushing it back far enough so that all of the Israelites could cross over on dry land this was not a small gap they crossed through it would have taken them forever there was there was tons of them what was it like when the wind of God came into this impossible situation and pushed back the obstacle in their way, making a path for them to cross over on dry land, completely dried up the bed of the sea. Where do you need the power of God to intervene on your behalf? Where do you need to see his salvation? Do not fear. Stand and see what God wants to do for you today. Don't look down at the ground. Don't look down at yourself and see what the problem is and focus on the problem. Begin to tip your chin and look up towards the place where the God of the heaven dwells, high above the heavens, he's there dwelling. And yet at the same time, you're seated with him in heavenly places and he is within you, he takes up residence. Look to the one who can solve that which needs to be solved today. Turn your gaze upon him in order to see what God was doing, the Israelites had to turn their gaze away from the enemy coming towards them. They had their backs to the sea. The sea was where God was doing a miraculous work. They had to take their eyes off their enemies and they had to look at what God was doing in their midst. And I guarantee you at that moment, hope began to arise. I guarantee in that moment, they began to see the salvation of the Lord. But if any of them were not looking at the sea, if they were looking at the enemy, they would still be filled with fear. Stop looking at the problem. Stop looking at what the enemy is doing. Stop making room for him, for the fear to expand within you. 
and turn and look and see what is God doing in your life right now. We ask the Holy Spirit to show you what God is doing in your life right now. I promise you he is present somewhere. He is doing something or preparing to do something. Do not fear. Stand and see the salvation that the Lord has for you today. They had to turn to see it. They had to choose to see it. And I believe it's the same in our lives today. We have to choose what we are going to focus on, what we're going to make room for. We have to choose to look at the Lord and to see his salvation for us today. In Romans 8, it says, who will separate us from the love of Christ? Will tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? But in all of these things, we overwhelmingly conquer through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. going to read that scripture from Romans 8 over you one more time. There is so much victory in these words. Will you let them soak into your whole being, your spirit, your soul, and your body? Will you allow the Holy Spirit to just highlight to you that which you need to cling to today, that truth that he wants to birth within you through the power of his word? Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Will tribulation or distress, persecution or famine, nakedness or peril or sword? But in all these things, we overwhelmingly conquer through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Is there anything today threatening you, threatening to separate you from the love of God?
where you ask the Holy Spirit to show you, is there anything separating me from your love right now or threatening to separate me from your love? Is there an enemy coming towards you like the Egyptians, threatening to separate you from God? Causing fear to rise up within you. Causing hopelessness to take root. This says that no, no thing present and nothing to come can separate us from the love of God. He doesn't talk about the past. I'm wondering in that moment if the Israelites continued to focus on their past. Their past was the Egyptians, was slavery in Egypt. That's where they came out of. That was their past. If they would have focused on their past and not looked to their present and to their future, which was the God of salvation separating the sea for them to be delivered. If they would have just looked and kept looking at their past, they would have been stuck. They would have missed out on what God was doing for them in the present and where he was taking them in the future. Are there any areas in your past that you keep looking to that are causing you to stay where you are and to not turn and look at what it is God is doing for you presently and where he's taking you in the future? For what he has for you today is fullness of salvation deliverance from your enemies and from your past, deliverance from slavery, those things that have held you back. Will you turn your gaze today so that you can know that you were created to overwhelmingly conquer, to overwhelmingly conquer tribulation, distress, persecution, famine, nakedness, peril, and the sword itself. You were created through the love of God, through being connected to the love of Christ, not separate, but connected to the love of Christ. You are created to overwhelmingly conquer every roadblock that comes in your path, every enemy that comes against you. In Christ, it is enough. Jesus is enough for you today. If you choose to move into him and not be separated from him. To turn your gaze and see what it is he's doing for you today. Where is he splitting the sea for you today? Where is he revealing his salvation? I bless you today, this week, to see the salvation of the Lord moving in your life. I bless you right now and I break the power that the past has had on you to hold your gaze. 
to keep you there, to keep you stuck. I break that power right now in the name of Jesus. And I bless you with the ability to turn away from looking at the past, looking at the enemy, looking where you've come from, and instead to see what it is God is doing for you presently, how he's about to prepare or has already begun to split the sea for you, to deliver you that you may walk across on dry land. I bless you with eyes to see what it is the Spirit of God is doing for you. I declare over you deliverance from slavery and from fear. I bless you to know the perfect love of Jesus Christ, that you cannot be separated from it as long as you continue to turn into him, to choose him, to choose to see his salvation and to receive it. I bless you to be free from every chain from the past, to know that your past is finished, that all of that gets swallowed up by the sea and you are free to walk forward into the fullness of everything that Jesus has for you today. Amen.